and welcome back to another episode of the Bangin' and Clangin' Sports Podcast. Did you like payback? Did you think it was interesting? Do you think they did what was right by the WWE roster? Were there surprises? Were there were there bad matches? We're going to get into all that coming up right now as I pull up the uh, the match set from uh, from yesterday. Pittsburgh. Um, Pittsburgh was live. Good, good crowd as uh, as always. The WWE crowds have been great this uh, this summer. But yeah, it feels like fall for the first time. First time this uh, this year. It's kind of weird. We we kind of. It's only like the second day of September, and we woke up and there was already a chill in the air in Atlanta, uh, which I'm not a fan of. I am summer. All the way. I don't even like spring. Spring isn't that hot. I need that heat. I need that blazing, baking sun. Um, Because it keeps me loose. Keeps my joints loose. Keeps me feeling good. Feeling good like this first match that they opened the the pay-per-view with. We got Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus coming down to the ring and telling a fan to shut the F up. Because she's the boss. She is. <laughs> she's tired of your nonsense. She is. I mean, she's been doing this for a long time. This dude was probably watching Trish when when he was like ten, you know, and thought it was thought it was a good idea to get in Trish's face or yell at Trish. Trish wasn't having it. Um, this match was good. Cage match and a uh, opening match. Is a is a rare thing, and it was a pretty good thing because I think it set the stage for the uh, for the future. Now, Becky hitting the manhandle slam off the top rope that that's that's kind of like a classic trope. If you're if your finishing move does not knock the opponent out, what you do is you do it from the ropes, or you climb up the ropes and you do it. And that is uh, that is one of the things that. Uh, that is done and doing the manhandle slam off the top rope and into the ring, getting the pin in the cage, stopping Trish from escaping and picking up the W good for, good for Becky. Um, and then also, uh, Tiffany Stratton. I think that that is this more. So I loved, I love Trish being back and I think the Trish is amazing. Um, but this feud I thought went on for a, for a while, you know, it's a good feud. Um, and also having Zoe in there too, because it, it kind of brought Zoe along and gave her a uh, gave her gave her an opportunity to introduce herself to the audience, let them see what she's about, her move set, get a couple matches with Becky, and I think that she'll be okay by herself. That was really the uh, one of the main things of this match that came from this match was Becky, well, Trish turning. On Zoe, Zoe Starks, and now Zoe Starks is going to go her own way. Trish is either going to take a break or pursue something else. But Becky Lynch now and uh, Tiffany Stratton, who I love in NXT, she's uh, she's she's capitalizing off the Barbie thing, which is fantastic. Uh, Barbie highest grossing movie of 2023. Which, um, which is insane. I guess we'll talk more about that, that later. Let's get to the next match. All right. So crowd was hype. They introduced John Cena as the MC, special MC for this, for this next match. 
or for the for the payback pay-per-view john is uh made his return triumphant return the night before on smackdown and we're still we're still in the air of how john is going to be used is he just going to be there to uh to hit somebody with an fu real quick no matches or is he going to be is he going to be like like roster talent like doing matches every week we, we still don't know but tonight he was a special guest referee between the miz and the red hot la night what does la night have to do to get to the pinnacle of wwe what does he have to do well he's got to knock off some people he's got to knock off some legends he's got to knock off some people who are who are standard bearers of this company like the miz him and miz had a great match a lot of back and forth as they as they as they would because they're they're very i was gonna say in another universe in another in an alternate universe john cena is la knight and la knight is john cena let me tell you what i mean by that so la knight is the 16-time champion been all around the world done it and john cena is the guy who is just now getting his shot they look very similar and they're around the same age but it could it could have been either or could have been flipped. It's just that John was in the right place at the right time and has capitalized and turned it into a great career. John and L, John and LA get into it a little bit, uh, kind of build some tension between the two. Um, I would like to see them go at it down the road. I think that would that would be pretty cool also. But LA Knight does get the win um, triumphantly over Miz. Hopefully. We don't have to revisit this. He's better than The Miz. Let's move on to something else. John Cena endorses him on the way out as a uh, as somebody who is a top-tier superstar, um, as only John Cena would. All right. We got the United States Championship, Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory. Um, I... <laughs> Austin Theory, I, I was going to say, people have felt bad for Austin Theory a couple times, you know, when he won the Money in the Bank briefcase, um, and then Vince uh, left WWE. Then, you know, so that went nowhere. Then he failed at the cash-in, or he cast it into the U.S. title, got the U.S. title, and uh, didn't really get the reaction, doesn't really have the, doesn't really have the, he doesn't have it yet. Not saying that he doesn't have it, I think maybe he can, he can find it. But he's kind of uh, he's kind of treading water right now, and I think that tag team with Grayson Waller is going to help him out, especially since they don't have Pretty Deadly. They can do Pretty Deadly Stick. I think they could. I think they could do it just as well. And uh, in in the meantime, until Pretty Deadly gets healthy again, but Rey Mysterio is triumphant over Austin Theory. Um, Austin, this is a good match. I always like I always like power versus speed matches. Because, you know, you, you you have a good contrast of styles. We're going to get to another match later on, this power versus power, which I also like. But yeah, this was a good this was a good match, highly contested, and Rey Mysterio wins, continues his United States Championship run. Like I said all, all um, yesterday, this sets up perfectly. You have the United States Champion versus the North American Champion. As Dominic versus Ray, what what would be better than that? It's, it's two two belts that have never clashed together, to my knowledge. So hopefully we get that. All right, this one I called it. I called it yesterday. I can't believe it. I was right, and I, I was waffling. I was waffling on it a little bit earlier. Um, that is the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn 
versus Finn Balor, Damian Priest. Big ups to uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for their hockey uh, their hockey tribute of Mario Lemieux and Sid the Kid Crosby. I thought that was pretty cool. In the city of Pittsburgh, who is uh, they love their they love their hockey up there. But it is I said it yesterday. It is so hard to beat factions, especially when the when the when the women's champion of the faction is just so strong and is so physical and can do um, all the things that guys can do. It just turned on to, it turned into a four on two handicap match, um, which was which is wild, wild because uh, because it was a Pittsburgh street fight and. In a Pittsburgh street fight, as you can see, anything goes. Kevin Owens doing the swanton bomb off the mezzanine onto a table was just insane. It's insane. The um, level of disregard these guys have for their body is one of these things that I will never, ever, um, I will never, ever be able to look past because it's just so, it's just so crazy that, that he would do that. And it looked amazing. Kevin Owens dive bombing off the mezzanine onto the table in a spectacular, it's been just spectacular display of disregard for his body. Uh, got the crowd hype, and at that point, I was at the point where I was like, oh, okay, all right, you're now going to do a spot like that and lose. <laughs> Little did I know that uh, that the briefcase, the omnipresent brief, briefcase, was going to come into play at the end of the match as uh, the <laughs> one of the best, Dom, Dominic Mysterio has really come into his own since joining WWE. Um, kind of solidifying his character as like this. I mean, he's a rascal, as I like to, to, to say. He's someone who, uh, you know, he wins, but it's usually not by himself. It's kind of like like Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, uh, last couple times he's won, and it hasn't been he's needed help or he's needed something. And uh, Dominic Mysterio has that that same kind of thing going. Um, in his character, where he's got this this awesome group of people behind him that will not will not let him lose. So Dom gets the briefcase, hits KO, and it's a wrap. We have new undisputed tag team champions in the Judgment Day: Finn Balor and Damian Priest. So the Judgment Day. Now is the golden judgment day because they got they got the gold. They've got every goal except for the world title belt, and that's okay because Damian Priest also has the money in the bank. So you got the money in the bank, undisputed tag team champions, women's world champion, and the um, North American champion and Dominic Mysterio. So they're they're gold up. They're golded up. So that is that is pretty wild. Um, what a what a rise from a from a group that was started by uh, Hall of Famer Edge to this new uh, and then we got JD McDonough who also also interfered. Um, looks like he he will inevitably join the Judgment Day as well going forward. So Judgment Day very strong faction. 
Raw has a strong faction, and then also SmackDown has a strong faction, kind of. Um, but they're they're really pushing um, this Judgment Day thing forward, and I I I, I can see them going to to take this someplace where they're going to be like okay they're they're the the top dogs of this on this side of the company even though Seth does have the world belt but next on the Grayson Waller effect too I like Grayson Waller I liked him in NXT very athletic very young dude um, kind of finding his footing but he has the TV show or the the talk show and over the years uh, the people who they've given the talk shows to those are the people they believe in because they, they give them this stage so they can use their promo work to get over their characters. And Grayson Waller has been able, Grayson Waller Effect has been able to, you're getting a little bit more wide range of his character and what he's about. Um, it's been a while since we've had an Australian um, superstar. So uh, he brings out Cody Rhodes and Cody Rhodes is, as you know, I share a gym with Cody. <laughs> When I say share, Jim, he's in there at the same time that I am. Uh, some day, some days, uh, working hard in his hoodie with his uh, with his headphones on. When we all know it's you, we all know. <laughs> I, he's very trying to be very conspicuous. I understand that he's a big superstar. But all right, so he's in there uh, talking to Grayson Waller about uh, about what I'm here. You know how we all know this is going to go. It's script. It, it, we're going to follow the script. You can say something I don't like. I'm going to hit you with the crossroads. Blah, 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 you know, hit my music, I walk out. But instead, Cody says that he's pulled some strings. He has used his politics, his power, his influence to bring over none other than Jay Uso. Jay Uso. Jay Uso, who quit, um, who quit the, uh, who quit wrestling storyline. Um, and who has been missing for the last couple of uh, last couple of weeks has now shown up on Raw, which gave me this unbelievable idea. Unbelievable idea. This can involve Cody. Hear me out on this. All right, here we go. So Jay comes to Raw. Jay at some point is able to defeat Seth Rollins. Is that out of the question? I do not think so. Jay's gone toe to toe with Roman Reigns. Several times and almost beat him. So Jay taking out Seth Rollins um, isn't isn't that far stretch fetch of a of an idea. So Jay becomes the Raw champion, the world world heavyweight champion on Raw. You have Roman Reigns, the undisputed champion on SmackDown. We just let it ride out. We just let it ride out for a while. Damian Priest and Finn Balor, they've got tag champions. They're fine. He's got a whole year to cash it out. What if at Royal Rumble, or better yet, WrestleMania, WrestleMania, we had Jay Uso, Roman Reigns, and Cody Rhodes in a triple threat match for the titles. So that way, you, you still got your Cody. And you still got you got the best bloodline storyline that they have they they have done. This has been Jay versus uh, Jay versus Roman. So I, I do like this, and I it, it it's kind of what I'm saying. It's so intriguing to see where they could go 
with this because Jay's going to be over there. He's probably going to have to go through the ranks, you know, beat some people, fight some people to get his way back up there. Um, but yeah, so he's going to be away from the bloodline, no, no contact. But if they put that match in WrestleMania, it would be crazy. It would be, it would be one of the biggest main events ever because you would have spent all that time building Jay. You spent all this time building Jay up. And Jay is a legit top-tier superstar now. Uh, Roman, you want to keep the belt on him. Roman's not going to lose. But then you have Cody. In this way, I know I know what you say. You don't want... You don't have to make Roman eat the pen if you don't want to. Even though that would be poetic. For Roman to eat the pen instead of Jay. And Cody win the belt. Belts. Again. And then, you know, he just gives one away because he doesn't want to... He doesn't want to do the, the two-belt thing, so... That, that's my opinion on that. Um, but I, I would love that. I, I, I'm looking forward to so much to seeing Jay on Raw and to see where that goes. And Jay versus Seth Rollins on Raw for the title would be amazing. And with a match like that, you don't know where it's going to go. You, you do not know if uh, if Jay is going to win or, do, or you don't know if uh, Rollins is going to win. It's going to be, be back and forth. All right. Women's World Champion Rhea Ripley versus Ra- Raquel Rodriguez. I knew where this was going to go. Rhea was going to win. This is power on power, which I also like. I was saying speed versus power is one of the things that, that I like to watch. But power on power, these are two just Amazoni, Amazonian just powerhouses going going toe-to-toe um, with each other. Um, always, a, always interesting. But Rhea was going to win this match. They already showed them all with the gold, you know. Why would you? Why would you ruin that beautiful picture by letting uh, letting Raquel Rodriguez win? But they'll probably have another match somewhere down the road, and, and it was good. It was fine. It was fine. All right. Um, last match: Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. One of the best matches of the best match of the night, or second best, or one that is in the, is in the conversation for best match of the night. Great, um, very physical, great storytelling, a lot of back and forth, great Muda in the uh, the audience, um, who Shinsuke had wrestled before. Seth, selling the, the injuries, not being able to do some moves, being able to do other moves, and just kind of finding a way to, to win. That's what champions do, and that is why Seth Rollins is the champion. And that is why he's still the champion. Shinsuke attacks him after the match is over. And that means that this is going to carry over. So we've, we're going to have some more of this, which is good, which is good. Um, I think this this is a match that definitely deserves three. Uh, if you thought the Cody match with, with Seth deserved three, a trilogy, this match also deserves three. So I'm looking forward to the next one. All right. So that was the payback pay-per-view. Not, not they're not, not a, not a headlining pay per view. They did an amazing job at SummerSlam. Uh, this was about tying up some loose ends and creating some new things moving forward into. This is WWE season. This is, I mean, it's football season too. But WWE does some of their best work setting up Survivor Series and then setting up Royal Rumble leading into WrestleMania, which is, which will be here before you know it in Philadelphia. So. All right, so that is that. Let's get to the CM Punk stuff, which is so, so crazy. So crazy. So CM Punk, as I stated yesterday, got into it with Jack Perry. 
the son of Luke Perry, Jungle Boy, in the back. What I did not know is that during such altercation, he lunged at Tony Khan. Like, when I say lunge, that means like you're, you're going to hit somebody. Like, you're, you're, you're initiating a threat against, um, against the owner of the company. There are some things that you cannot do. You cannot threaten physical violence against your boss. You just can't do it. That's just something that is not done in any any form of job. Even even one that is um, as physical as pro wrestling, even even though it's scripted, you know, it's still you're hitting each other. I mean, did Tony Khan know that that Phil Brooks CM Punk wasn't gonna hit him? No, he didn't know that. Anytime that somebody makes an aggressive move towards you, you expect to get hit. I have, I have a uh, story about this. 20, 25 years ago, um, this week, or, la- or yeah, two days ago, 25 years ago, I had my first, uh, first college class at uh, Hampton University in Virginia in 1998. And um, one of the things that... the Professor Bowman, Biology 103. Uh, it's a great class, one of my favorite classes. He's one of my favorite professors of all time. He's he kind of instilled this one thing. Now, you are about to enter college or whatnot, and it is a street fight. Street fight. Life is a street fight. And the thing about life is that it is always going to keep hitting you. No matter, no matter what, it is all. You can have all the money in the world. You can have things going great. Life is going to keep hitting you. It is never going to stop hitting you. And what is the worst thing you can possibly do in a street fight? The worst possible thing you can possibly do in a street fight is not expect to get hit because you're going to get hit. So if you're not expecting to get hit, you never need to fight anybody. Because uh, just throw it out. So Tony Khan was expecting fully to get hit, and he felt concerned for his safety and for the for the safety. You can't have a hostile work environment. You, you can't. Not in 2023. It's just not not going to happen. I, I think the WWE has a WWE has a better job or does a better job of policing itself. You got people. You got people in that in the WWE who have been around the block for a very long time. And they're not, they're not like, uh, I don't know, how do you say, uh, tough guy, like, like a lot of people are like, 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 Insta- like social media tough guys. Yeah, you, you, you don't have that in WWE. You got guys that used to be bouncers and, and be like, and be like, like, they're, they're legit dudes. They're, they're not like, they're not Instagram or TikTok people. Um, AEW doesn't really have that as far as a, uh, Phil, Phil Brooks is a, is a, I wouldn't say he's a, he's a tough guy. He is, he is, he's from that old era. And when somebody rubs him the wrong way, like Jungle Boy might have, violence is the only thing that people from that era, I know because I'm from that era, that's what they know. They don't, they don't, it's not a lot of talking that goes on at that point. It's very physical. It gets physical, physical fast. I was going to say one of the differences between growing up in the nineties and growing up in 2023, in 2023, everybody talks trash on the internet. Everybody in 1998, 
You didn't talk trash unless you can fight because you'd get your tail whipped immediately if you got out of line, if you said something sideways. You had to back it up right then and there. And that is the school that Phil Brooks, CM Punk, is from. And unfortunately for CM Punk, you cannot do what CM Punk did. And he has ended up losing a great opportunity to cement his place in wrestling history over two unfortunate incidents that could have been avoided if he had just taken a step back and just counted to 10 in his head, took a couple deep breaths, and reassessed the situation. Like I've learned how to do. Um, I, I do not know if he will go forward or even try to pursue anything else in wrestling. I know that there will be people saying, hey, um, WWE wants him. Because they do. I mean, Vince, Vince still, I don't know what type of control he has, but Vince... As I've been told, he is all about the money. CM Punk would bring the money. More money to WWE. Can you imagine CM Punk versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania? CM Punk versus uh, Cody Rhodes at Survivor Series? It'd be crazy. It would be insane because CM Punk built his, 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 the pinnacle of his career through WWE. They loved him over there. So much so that everybody wanted him in AEW. And that's why he was able to command what he commanded when he got over there. So, Only time will tell. Um, I know he's still got friends over there in WWE. He's really good friends with Kofi Kingston. Um, and, and a couple other dudes over there. But hopefully this isn't it. Um, he doesn't need the money. He's probably happy. Um, with what he did and maybe he could rest on his laurel but to, to come back to train to do, do everything that you did and then have your opportunities cut short because of cut over, over two backstage incidents I don't know I don't know we shall see alright Atlanta this week it was Dragon Con um, I explained yesterday how Xavier Woods has, has planned to uh, attend this event for the past uh for the past 20 odd years. Um, he has a birthday coming up very soon. So happy birthday, Austin Consequences Creed, Xavier Woods. Um, he still looks as young as he always does, always did. He's a, uh, he is a great athlete. Um, he is super intelligent and he works hard and he deserves he deserves at least one weekend to himself, which is which is what he has. And I saw that he was he was Monsters Inc. one day, and today he's Rabbit from uh, Winnie the Pooh, in a very R-rated way, which only only uh, Xavier Woods can do. All right, so I hope you're out there enjoying DragonCon, football, and everything. Uh, get back to working out tomorrow. Grab yourself a Go Juice. Um, and grab yourself a new BAMF hammer, www.bamfhammer.com, and uh, get after it. And just have fun. We're, we're down to the last uh, last little bit of summer. Enjoy it, embrace it, live it, and love it. Um, this is Crossbones. You can get at me on uh, the ATL Podcast Network on Instagram. 
where I post lots of football and wrestling and everything else. And also getting back to the Barbie movie. Barbie movie made 1.3. I haven't posted anything on that, but I should. $1.36 billion for the Barbie movie, which makes it one of the highest grossing movies in the history of this world. Um, People are on the fence about it. Some say it bashes dude. Some say it's very liberating. I haven't seen it. Um, I will probably be waiting for it to come on TV at some point. I have no plans. I didn't see that or Mario Brothers, so don't don't hate me. I, I'm not I'm not anti-feminist. I'm not anti-anything. Um, I just haven't seen. It. I didn't see Mario Brothers. I didn't even see Guardians of the Galaxy three in theaters, and I love Marvel, so just been busy. All right. ATL Podcast Network on Instagram. Also, Clang and Bang ATL uh, to watch some workout stuff. And, um, yeah, also check out the, uh, the YouTube pups and stuff where you can see the Pomeranians who, who did not bark one time. This is going to be one of the first times ever that I've made it through a podcast where you did not hear a Pomeranian bark, but, uh, check them out on pups and stuff and also some workout stuff. And I also go over the Kevin Hart injury, which I'll start off on the next podcast. All right. So enjoy the rest of this day. Watch football. Enjoy your family and your friends. Later.